Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports industry, I want to continue to find ways to give back. Give back to individuals that want to get in this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the clubhousecareers.com. It's crazy. It's season four already. I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path. We're going to discuss three key topics that are currently in this industry, three hustle hot seat questions, and three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now, under our guests this week. In the business world, we talk often about the overall experience one can gain. I'm excited to have our next guest who has built a company that focuses on understanding how to speak to an audience and how to drive teams to attain excellence. I'm excited to have Jennifer Ott, founder, owner, and president at Jennifer Ott Consulting. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Jennifer, very excited to talk about your career and and always excited to be able to dive into careers of successful individuals in a variety of paths and verticals. And if you don't mind, give the, the listeners a quick elevator pitch of what Jennifer Ott Consulting is. Well, I don't know if I can put it into an elevator pitch, but I will try. Um, Essentially, what I do is I work with individuals, teams, entire organizations to find ways to raise them up, to help them do better in all the things that they do. Uh, Essentially, my my, uh, consulting business is a way to build leaders of organizations to lead more effectively, to help individuals within that organization perform their jobs better, more efficiently, with more enthusiasm, with more direction, with more ability, and to essentially make those organizations more productive, more enthusiastic, more driven, more focused. So essentially, my job is to help them do better, be better, and feel better about what they're doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, we we were able to to connect through a, a mutual friend and, and client of ours in the Milwaukee Bucks and and Jamie Weinstein, who, who was a previous guest on 52 Weeks of Hustle. And so as you think about kind of rising people up and, and driving teams to attain excellence, like, what does that look like? If you would if you were to layer it into like a one key attribute, what does that look like for you? One key attribute of making people better? Yeah, well, It's finding that within themselves that paves the way forward. And it's really that simple. I believe everybody has that within themselves, but they either believe that there is an obstacle either within themselves or outside of themselves that limits their ability. And I help them find a way to to dig in and, and pull it out and make it better. No, that's awesome. And so, you know, Jennifer, on your end, you specialize in, in in influencing people across all industries in leadership development, training, consulting, marketing, innovation, growth. And you've certainly dedicated your career, as we've already briefly talked about, to building the success of others. And so why for you is it so important to have a customized approach for everything that you provide for each individual client? Well, I think that's a great question. And and it's really the cornerstone of what I do because everybody's different. And every individual is at a different point in their career and every organization is at a different point in their growth. And oftentimes I will find people who develop a business and then create a cookie cutter 
for the businesses that they serve. And that is often to the detriment of their clients because everybody wants to make it this really simple way of serving their clients for their own efficiency. And what I have found is the more customized you can make a service, the better it is for your client. And so I always try to take the time to really invest myself into my client's business, where they are in their journey, whether it is an individual, a team, or the entire organization, and really find out what their unique needs are, what their challenges are, what their obstacles are, what really their pain points are, and how to find unique individual ways to serve those, because then they see incremental growth, incremental benefits, real breakthroughs versus, yeah, I'm just going to solve a a simple problem over here or a simple problem over there, but the real root issues don't get solved because you're just sort of giving them a surface benefit, a surface solution. So really working to customize is the way to make real breakthrough solutions. You know, it's interesting you say that, Jennifer. I appreciate the transparency and the insight is many of our listeners here on 52 Weeks of Hustle are in maybe a revenue generation department. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what they do and what you said and what you're providing to each client is needs to be the same approach they take for a prospect and in understanding that prospect, understanding their needs, their wants, their values, almost like a SWOT analysis before just, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's why used car salesmen get bad raps because it's just I'm going to force feed this lemon and then I hope you buy it. I'll smoke some heaters in the back and worry about the next schmuck that walks on the lot where everything we do should be a customized approach, whether you're a leader a seller, you know, a consultant as well. And and as you think about this business as a whole, Jennifer, what are the key elements you focus on that you ensure that you can deliver above and beyond for each of your clients? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head right there, actually. The plain and simple fact that we should be trying to go above and beyond every time we work with someone. And it doesn't have to be just in a, in a sales or revenue generating position. It really should be in every interaction, right? That should be our mission every single day if we're working with the client, if we're working with a colleague, if we're working with a direct reporter, with a manager. Going above and beyond should be what we do with every interaction. And how we do that is we take, just take a minute and really think about what people are saying to us. Really think about what this person wants, what they need, what they're really asking us for, or what they're really telling us. Yep. It's, listen, I've I've worked in sales organizations. I've been a salesperson. I've developed sales training. I've done all the things, right? And I see the benefit of a script. Start there, right? There's, there is a lot of benefit to having some really customized and, and, and some really uniform language. I get that. But there's more to it than that. You need to talk to somebody in a way where you're really listening to what they have to say and you're really invested in what they're sharing with you because all the information is right there. But if you're not listening to them and if you're not taking that information in and saying, I'm going to use that information to build a response that's going to help you then it's all just wasted time. So I try to go above and beyond with my clients by really hearing what it is they're telling me and how I can be a solution. And I'll tell you, there are times where I'm not always going to be that solution. And I have the humility to say, you know what? Probably not the best person for you. Maybe I'm not the best fit. That's right. But I'm going to connect you with somebody I know can be the right fit. Or I'm going to help you help point you in the right direction because I have enough self-awareness to do that. And I think that's going above and beyond also. 
is knowing how you best serve someone maybe is pointing them in the other direction. And it's okay to be vulnerable to your point. That's right. And and so Jennifer, you know, as, as listeners out there, if they're more thinking from an individual end or their team end, what's the Mm -hmm. best way to, to work with you? I think the best way to work with me is to be honest and to really be candid and be self-aware. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I love working with the Milwaukee Bucks organization is because they're first and foremost an organization that's invested in doing the right thing, right? Um, and yeah, I'm I'm promoting them and they're not paying me for this. And, you know, um, okay. I'm just I'm just saying this, but but most of my clients that I work with come to me because they recognize they want to do the right things for their employees. They want to do better. They want to develop. They want to build. They want to grow. And they really want to keep them engaged. They want to retain really good people. So people who want to work with me should come to me and say, I really want to increase the talent on my team. I really want to make the people who are on my team realize I want them to grow. I want them to develop. I want them to feel that I am invested in their improvement and their professional development. And I want to be better. I want them to be better. I want our organization to grow. We want better communication. We want better leadership. We want successful retention. We want to grow our sales. We want to grow our revenue. But we want to grow our connective tissue within the organization. If you can do that, and if you're willing to come and show me your scars, your bumps, your bruises, but also your successes, then we can we can accomplish anything. We can tackle the world. But if you're going to come to me and say, no, we're perfect, or I'm perfect, but everybody else in the organization sucks, that's then we're probably going to have to do some digging, right? Exactly. It's probably not the full picture. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, thank you, Jennifer. And, and everybody listening out there, you'll feel free to reach out to her directly. Best way to contact you if, if they're needing, uh, if they want to chat with you? Shoot me an email. Uh, it's super easy, real, real mind challenging here. Jennifer Ott at jenniferottconsulting.com. Or hit me on my website. You can get me there too, jenniferotconsulting.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, on your end, early on in your career, you spent time both in sales and marketing, which has helped lead you to what you're doing now. And you spent time with special events, pharmaceutical sales, even the SVP of Interactive Consumer Marketing at Associated Bank. What's a key learning that you learned early on in your career that you still apply to your everyday? Don't let fear stop you, ever. Um, you know, fear is a key component for courage. You can't have courage without fear. So don't worry about being afraid, but don't let it stop you. That's great advice. And it actually leads perfectly into the next question I had is about three years ago, you kind of deflected that fear. You didn't let the fear stop you and you decided to start your own company. What all went into that planning, executing, and then launch of your own company? Well, you know, Consider it backwards wisdom that I decided to start my own company during a global pandemic in uh, the fourth quarter uh, fiscally, you know, um, sort of some decisions were made for me at that point. But I think, you know, it was a pivotal moment for me to just say, 
life is serving me an opportunity that I can't deny is the right thing for me anymore. And yeah, it was a risk and I knew it was a risk. And first and foremost, I'm surrounded by people who I know are always in my corner. You know, my husband is my, my biggest cheerleader and my greatest supporter. And he said, it's time to do this. And so I think uh, you need to have self-confidence. You need to know what you can accomplish and believe in yourself. You need to have people around you who are going to continue to point out your capabilities and to talk you up when you might be talking yourself down a little bit. And you need to take that first step and, you know, don't let the fear override your ability to accomplish great things. You know, and, and it, it, the common theme here in the last couple of questions is fear. And, you know, many of the listeners, including myself, was was very I had a lot of fear uh, of, of running my own thing and, and even fear of, you know, hey, should I make this outbound outreach because it's a little hesitant or whatever it may be. And so I'm sure, you know, a lot of the listeners have thought or continue to think about starting and operating a company one day. What is your number one piece of advice on that overall process? If it's something that you dream of, try it, do it. Even if it's starting it as a side gig, you know, um, not everybody's cut out for running their own business and that's okay. But if there is the glimmer of this, this idea that you want to pursue, there's nothing wrong with trying it. There's a lot of joy and there's a lot of real accomplishment in doing it. And there's a lot of, of, happiness that can come out of it. Try it. Yep. Absolutely. Jennifer, you're always one that is always willing to to give back and you take pride in mentoring young professionals they, as they develop, you know, in this space. And, and why is it so important for you to give back? Because I know what it's like to be at that point. You know, I've been at so many different points in my career where I either benefited from the wisdom of someone who had more experience and was a really wonderful leader, or I was in a position where I didn't have somebody and I needed that and I didn't have it. And I had to kind of seek out learning on my own and sort of blindly find my way. And I believe that as you learn, grow and develop, you owe it to the people behind you coming up the ladder to help pull them along. And if I have the ability to do that, I believe it just serves me as well as everybody else to provide that opportunity. And there's a real sense of satisfaction that comes from that. It's a great feeling to help other people succeed. I I don't think we give it enough credit. I love it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Jennifer Ott, founder, owner, and president of Jennifer Ott Consulting. And, and Jennifer, let's get into three hot topics. Question one, you work with a variety of clients, including the Milwaukee Bucks, which we previously discussed. How did you quickly learn the ins and outs of a business maybe you didn't have as much experience in? Well, it certainly doesn't hurt that I love basketball. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I think it I think it's incumbent upon us as we take on a new client or a new customer to really take time to invest ourselves in learning, right? Ask questions, take time to listen. There is absolutely no other benefit that can equate to just being a really good listener and taking in information and really trying to be patient with onboarding that new information and and asking the right questions. So um, I think that's item number one for sure. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead. Admitting that you don't know everything. Again, kind of that vulnerability and it's, it's okay to, to be self-aware. Yeah. Question two, Jennifer, what were some of the unexpected challenges and or benefits of being a female starting and running your own business? So, you know, it's such an interesting question because um, I always wonder, and this is no criticism to you for sure, but like, I always wonder if anybody gets asked that as a man, right? Like, what were the challenges of you being a man starting your own company? Um, it's just, it's so interesting because we as as women are just looked at differently starting our own company because we're women, right? And that perception is such an interesting thing. And for me, it honestly didn't even occur to me. Like, I'll be perfectly honest, it did not even occur to me because I think we need to talk ourselves out of that different perception. Um, because for me, I'm I'm a professional with 30 years ex- of experience, right? And I, I know who I am. I know what I'm about. I know what I've learned. And I know what I bring to the table. And I would never want to assign myself a moment of consideration that could hinder that perception, right? And I'm not saying that being perceived one way or another would be a hindrance, but as a woman starting my own business, I would never want to be perceived as anything other than a capable professional, regardless of my gender. And so I think having the mindset of I am capable, regardless of my gender, is the first step, right? And I think that's the best piece of advice right there, right? And that's, that's, as we were talking about questions prior, is like, that was a perfect question, a perfect response. It's like, it's all about the mentality. Mm-hmm. Look at who you are. It's it's can you you know, walk the walk? Do you have the experience to to be able to walk it, and not just talk it? Yeah, and I I do love the fact that you asked the question because I do think that um, women, especially in the sports industry, right? I think they get that question a lot, yep. um, and I think it's important to have the fortitude and the thoughtfulness to be able to answer that question in a way that says, you know. It is a question people want the answer to, but the answer is it doesn't matter what right. my gender is, right? So I love that you asked the question. And I also love that we have the ability to answer it by saying, I I approach it in that I am capable. 
yep. regardless of my job. Period, point blank. Yeah, exactly. And um, question three, we talk about the business, we talk about sports, and it's being a lot of long hours. It's a grind. What's your advice on balancing the demands of working you know, within any industry and in the sports industry while also balancing kind of that personal life? Yeah, um, it's a good question. I think everybody, regardless of industry, sort of suffers this this question, right? Um, and one of the things, one of my favorite workshops to do with any client is called uh, Rules of Engagement. And it becomes a mindset where you begin to realize these are my must-haves, right? Um, and you learn to prioritize, this is what I will do and what I won't do when it comes to serving my clients, making time for the things that are important, et cetera. And um, when I go through this workshop, it's about sort of learning how to articulate what you need professionally, what you will do professionally, what you will not do, what you expect from others and all of those things. But in addition to that, you determine what is important to me and, and what will I do to be available, but also to protect what's important to me. And luckily, I have some really fantastic clients who respect my time, but also know that I will be available to them when they need me. Um, you know, oftentimes I will have clients who will shoot me a text message and say, hey, I, I really need to chat about something. Can you be available? And it's after hours or it's first thing in the morning. And if I am available, I will let them know. Yep. But if I'm not available, I will also let them You'll know let that them know. Um, because I do have priorities and, and those are the things that feed my soul. Yep. And, you know, when I say I've been around the block enough times to know that the only person who feels empty at the end of the night, if I take a client call instead of, you know, being there for my family or taking time for something that's important to me is me. Yep. Yep. And I'm responsible for that decision. So I have to make sure that I make the right decisions for myself. And to this point, I've never had a client disrespect that. And so I'm blessed. Um, but I also feel really grateful for my ability to make those those choices. No, I love it. Well, Jennifer, what a great career. As you think back, what's been your best memory? So I'm going to throw you a little bit with this answer, because when I when we talked about this, I I was truly and honestly, my best memory professionally um, was when I came back to work after going through cancer treatment. Um, so I am a breast cancer survivor and it was truly one of the most difficult experiences of my entire life. And after going through surgeries, chemo, radiation, all the things, I did the full menu. And um, when I came back to work and felt physically, emotionally, mentally back, healthy. It was such a gift. It was such a, a pivotal moment in my ability to move forward and say, I overcame that and I'm stronger and I'm better and I'm ready for this next chapter of my life was so powerful and so motivating and so beautiful. That's my favorite memory. No, that's awesome. As we talked about the entire podcast, certainly appreciate the vulnerability and, and thanks for sharing. What a great story. And Jennifer, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey. To close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? I think so. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
So, okay, so this is a good one. I'm going to say salad because I love a good salad, but also you can like change up what you put in a salad. So sure. you can keep it interesting, right? I found the loophole. It's yeah, a loophole. I love it. Yeah, it is, but it works. It works. If you could have any actress play you in a movie, who would it be? I would choose Carrie Russell because my husband has a massive crush on Carrie Russell. And so that way he could have the best of both worlds, best of both. right? <laughs> there you go. I love it. If you hosted a talk show, who would be your first guest? This is kind of a tough one. Since I can't choose dead people, I would have to choose my sister because she is a laugh riot. And I think we would have a blast. Awesome. Well, to close it out, Jennifer, what are three key takeaways you would give every listener to be in your shoes one day? I would say follow your dream. Nothing, nothing, nothing in this world is impossible. Nothing is impossible. And believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself. Love it. Jennifer, thank you so much. What a great career. Pleasure talking to you. And I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you so much. This has been a joy. I can't believe that it's already been 20 plus minutes. I know. it. Time flies when you're having fun. And, and again, thank you so much. This is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.